Hello guys and welcome back to the R6 Weekly News with your host Devin Roshan. So today we're going to talk about what happened over the Invitationals and we're going to talk about what Team 1, of course we know, G2, again, unfortunately. In my opinion, I really wanted to see a different winner. I really wanted Noah Rango to go to the finals an APAC team and I also really wanted NA team to take it, but here we are. So G2 won the finals 3-0 against Team Empire, which is a Russian team. And so EU took the Invitationals home again, third time in a row. Uh, second time in a row. And, uh, yeah, so let's talk about what happened in the group stages. So my team, Team Liquid, they uh, they struggled a little bit in the group stages. Um, so the fact that they even made it to the grand stages was really, really impressive. Um, Sexy Clay clutched on 1v3 on Villa against Mocket to send them there. It was insane. I was upset that they had a short, you know, short end of the stick when it came to actually going to the finals. But hey, I'm I'm not that upset. I mean, Team Empire played a really good game against them, and uh, so here we are. So let's talk about the finals itself. So Team Empire, G2 Esports. Team Empire has Joystick, Scyther. Shepard, those are three main players that did a lot for him in the finals. The first game broke a record. It went 22 rounds. See, in finals, you have to win two rounds of OT to win. You have to be up by two. It's like up by two rule. G2 Esports, we know. Pangu, Cantrocchetti, Fabian, Jonas. We know those guys. We know them. They, uh, they admittedly are the best. I can say that. They're really good. Um, but the first map, that was a tug of war, and it ended up, whoever won that first map, in my opinion, was going to win the whole thing. Um, it was a war of attrition, and, you know, Team Empire exhausted out the second map. They put up a fight, but they didn't do nearly as much as they did in the first map. In the third map, that's when they just given all up. They lost 7-1, which let, ended up letting G2 complete the 3-0. So, um... Let's talk about a little bit more into detail when it comes to what actually happened in those games. So, first map, which was on, I believe it was Coastline. Yes, it was Coastline. First map, Team Empire was on attack first. And uh, G2 Esports was on defense. Now, Team Empire was started slow off the bat. They, I think they won the first round, then it, it went back and forth basically the whole game. Um, no one could really win in the defense round when it came to overtime. And that really just came down to the format of Coastline. That's really what you expect from that kind of map. It's not really a defensive heavy map. It's more balanced in the fact that the attackers have a better advantage than the defenders when it comes to actually entering the building. And, you know, if the attackers have the right setup, it's it's going to be game over for the defenders. And that's what happened time again and time and time again. And that's why we saw so many rounds played. And eventually, G2 would pull ahead. The second map, that was just, I believe it was on bank. And Team Empire really, really, really didn't do that good. Um, I think they lost 7-3, 7-4, some, somewhere around there. Um, Joystick was there. You know, Scyther showed up. Scyther was a huge part of their success on Coastline, even though they did take the loss. Scyther had a really, really good Invitationals. Um... G2 Esports was just too much for them, though. So let's back it up a second. So Team Reciprocity, which is my favorite team from NA, 
took down the Titan EG. And a lot of people were writing them off. Even though they did not clearly show up against G2, I'm very, very, very happy with their success because they were not supposed to be there. A lot of people wrote them off, and I never did because I know they're a really good team. They dropped goddesses, and they picked up uh, skies. It was the Cloud9 roster besides goddesses. They picked up skies, and they joined Team Reciprocity. And they were doing so good. You know, you know, they struggled a little bit in the group stages, but once they got out of there, they were killing teams. And this and it's just a matter of they had played the best team in the world, and they needed to be perfect, and they weren't nearly as that. So they didn't even play as themselves, um, in my opinion. They were definitely off their game, which is unfortunate to see because I really wanted them to do something in that game. Um... Okay, so now let's get into the reveal trailer. Well, enough about the Invitationals, because, you know, I'm still a little, I'm kind of a sourpuss about it, but let's move on. So, the reveal trailer showed Burn Horizon, and it featured both operators, Mozzie and Gridlock. So, we got our first look at what they actually do. So, Mozzie is definitely the coolest operator coming out of this. Mozzie has a little spider drone that you can either shoot onto enemy drones or you can sh you can shoot it in a vicinity area and if any drone walks by that drives by that area they will it, the drone will jump onto it and it'll get hacked so what this guy does is he has this little drone that hacks these attacker drones and he can control them himself even twitch drones and the only thing he cannot do is go outside for a, um, like an extended period of time or else the drone will be disabled and no one can use it now, keeping that in mind, Gridlock, on the other hand, is an attacker with a kind of a defensive role. Um, she has these little. She has a spike trap that lays down and multiplies into a bunch of spike traps to cover stairways, hallways, anything that could lead to a, a defender flanking, anything like that. And these, this, this barb, kind of like barbed wire substance, is is more or less. It's, it's spiky and it causes 10 damage once someone walks through it and you have to individually shoot every single one of them there's about 10 of them and that, that triggers an alert that an attacker or a defender is flanking an attacker so it's very very useful it's going to be really OP in the beginning and their guns are insane let, let me tell you that that they brought in the, the AUG back and they also got the P90 but it does not look like the P90 at all it's so nutty it is not okay they're going to be absolutely nerfed after this first season, like usually every other op is, especially, you know, let's talk about Ella Bosak. Mm, yeah, she needed that nerf. So so the map is extended in three different house, like three different buildings connected into one, and they're color-coded. I believe the green was like the kitchen area, the yellow was garage, and the red was like the living space. And there's certain objects throughout the map, like a bull and a shark, that indicate like callouts. So it's the developer of the map really wanted to touch down on callouts and making the map more useful for pro league play. Now the map looked really intricate. I loved the design. It was like kind of like a mix of border and Oregon and clubhouse all in one. It was really nice. I really liked the map layout. It wasn't too linear. There was a lot of vertical play. It looked really nice. So that's something that I really look forward to. And they also integrated this new deployable shield. Now this deployable shield is 
a little bit bigger and it has little window slits in the middle of it so you can see through it and it's glass though it's a uh, bulletproof glass so it cannot be shot and when you put them in doorways it extends to the whole doorway so there's no cracks so you can't peek out like that I love the new design it's bringing fresh new designs into the game and I cannot wait to use that also let's talk about the uh, the attacking roles as well as the defending roles of Mozzie and um, Gridlock. So Gridlock is definitely flank watch. You know, with that spike trap, she's definitely going to be put on flank watch. There's no doubt about that. Um, her guns make her able to, you know, hold that position very well. She has little to no recoil and has a little bit of a high fire rate. So watching those flanks is going to be very easy. Uh, Mozzie, on the other hand, I'm pretty sure is a three speed. And he's definitely going to be a roamer, especially with those drone hacks things. So, you know, I think Mozzie would be a great roamer. And pair him with a mute. It's it's a very, very, very deadly combination to mute those drones and then steal them for the defending side. So, that's I'm almost done. I'm almost done. It's going to be about a 10-minute segment today. So, the last thing I want to talk about is it's within the Invitational. It's called the. It's a new rank system. It's not. It's not exactly like a fresh new outlook on the rank. It's a little tab inside of the actual game, and it's for features where you can look at your rank compared to other players. You can look at your rank compared to the majority of the community, and it's just a really helpful tab. It, it's kind of like the website r6tab.com, where people would go on there and check their elo. They would check where they compare, how they compare to other players, and all that good stuff. Um, their stats, their KD with certain operators. It's like a little tab, little R6 tab, but in-game. It's very nice, and I cannot wait to use that explicit, like, detailed analysis tool inside my game. So I'm going to wrap it up there, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. You know, Tune in next Monday where I'm going to talk about um, more events leading up to the release of Burn Horizon and when we get some more information on it. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys again. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great day.